Welcome to The Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Listen to Joe tackle the really tough moral issues, current events, and politics from a Catholic perspective. Now here's Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Hello again, Sixpack Warriors. Welcome back to The Cantankerous Catholic, episode 175. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. issue dividing America right now more than any other is the expected summer opinion from SCOTUS to overturn Roe versus Wade. It seems everyone is of the opinion this is going to make baby killing illegal in this country. Is it? That's what we'll examine this week. Have you ever really explored the Cantankerous Catholic website? Did you know that I have six of my own books available there? Did you know that I have t-shirts, sweatshirts, and coffee mugs available? You can accomplish three things when you buy some of my swag. Your purchase helps to support this apostolate. You'll have something to display that says you're a six-pack warrior, and you'll look just plain cool. How many Catholic apostolates can make you look cool? 
Click on the Joe's Stuff tab at cantankerouscatholic.com today. Let the world know you're a cool six-pack warrior. The probable overturning of Roe v. Wade is a major victory for life. Every Catholic American has every reason to celebrate the upcoming decision. However, the fight hasn't ended by any stretch of the imagination. This decision won't outlaw abortion. All this decision will do is return power and the decisions about abortion to the individual states. On May 3rd, the morning news show Fox and Friends had as their guest Mark Levin. For those of you who don't know Levin, he's the host of the Sunday Night Fox program Life, Liberty, and Levin. He's also the syndicated radio host of the Mark Levin Show. Most importantly, Mark Levin is the undisputed top constitutional law scholar in America. He spent 20 minutes on Fox and Friends talking about the upcoming decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and the loony left's reaction. I'm going to play three and a half minutes of that guest appearance for you, then I'll come back to discuss it. We have headlines saying the Supreme Court is going to eliminate abortion rights. Ladies and gentlemen, even if this opinion winds up being essentially the final opinion and you want an abortion, you'll get an abortion. It'll be paid for by the federal government. Maybe you'll have to go to one of, of uh, 30 or 40 or 45 states. Uh, I'm sure people will consider that an inconvenience. But the idea that people cannot get an abortion, abortion is not eliminated. Abortion is still going to be funded by the federal government. We have one of the most extreme processes, extreme in terms of so-called liberal processes for getting abortion on the face of the earth, even with this decision. The Roe v. Wade decision was a uh, bogus decision. It was a political op-ed piece for the New York Times uh, or the Washington Post. It has no basis in the Constitution or law. This is why they fight like hell to get justices on there who will uphold it. If it was that, you don't need justices on the court. They don't fight over Plessy versus Ferguson, uh, the uh, uh, Brown versus Board of Education, which reversed Plessy versus Ferguson. They don't ask people about that because everybody knows that's settled law under our Constitution. The corrupt decision was Plessy, not Brown. But Roe v. Wade is a corrupt, a corruption of the Supreme Court. This is why we have unalienable rights, and the majority should never rule in all mm -hmm. cases. The SCOTUS decision is just the first volley in a series of cannon fire we're going to have to launch on the abortion issue. Right now, there are perhaps 16 states that will greatly restrict or outlaw abortion altogether. The fight for life has just gotten bigger, not one. In all 50 states, we're going to have to fight for the defenseless who can't fight for themselves. Thanks to the expected opinion, momentum for victory is on our side. MSLSD predicts that abortion would be banned outright in 23 states after the expected decision. They're never right and always overreact to anything normal Americans think is good, but they are right about some. According to MSLSD, the following states will totally outlaw abortion. 
Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. That's only 19 states, but apparently the geniuses at MSLSD are calling places like America Samola and the Northern Mariana Islands states. I have little doubt that Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, and Texas will completely ban abortion, so the important pro-life work you have to do if you live in those states is to get out and vote when the opportunity arises. The other states MSLSD says will ban abortion is quite another issue. I live in Missouri, and while my state is overwhelmingly pro-life, I just don't see Missouri as completely outlawing abortion. There are too many people here who think like a non-Catholic friend I spoke with Sunday. He's all for outlawing abortion except in cases of rape and incest. The most reaction I could get out of him was a shrugged shoulder and a skewered face when I defended the life of the child in even those circumstances. I tried to convince him that this issue wasn't about the mother who became a mother in such horrific ways, but rather about whether the child has a right to live, a child who's broken no laws, is given no constitutionally protected due process of law, and will be summarily executed anyway. He still sees it as a mother's issue, as do all of the people incapable of logic and right reason in Missouri. So those of you living in Arizona, Georgia, Idaho, Kentucky, Michigan, Missouri, North Dakota, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, and Wyoming are still to see a lot of fighting take place to save babies in your states. There needs to be a constant flow of petitions to your legislators, phone calls to your state senators and representatives, and to even arrange physical protests to be done at your state capitol buildings when abortion legislation is scheduled to go before either house. You'll have to make as loud and organized ruckus as you can every single time. Now, because these states tend toward protecting life, you'll be going for what marketers call low-hanging fruit. Once we won with the low-hanging fruit, then it's time to go after states tending to be pro-life. Florida, Indiana, Kansas, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. Finally, we'd go after the states most committed to killing babies. That would include states like Alaska, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Iowa, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Montana, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. This fight for life hasn't been won by the SCOTUS ruling. The ruling has just moved it from a small activist war to a full-scale activist war. Now we all have the moral obligation to fight like we've never fought before. Just remember to fight morally and without violence. The lockdowns over the last two years have changed the way people earn or want to earn a living. A lot of people are wanting to set up online businesses for themselves in e-commerce. 
The problem is, most folks have no earthly idea how to start, and all the videos on YouTube that are supposed to tell you how to begin just whet your appetite. Well, now you can get the help you need. Peter Prue, a successful e-commerce entrepreneur, is the founder of E-Commerce Empire Builder Academy. He's offering a free webinar that explains how he's made a full-time living in e-commerce and what his academy's all about. So if you want to learn how to set up an online e-commerce business, click the link in my show notes that says E-Commerce Empire Builder Academy and register for the free webinar. Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy, wants to make sure you're informed about all the Catholic news you need to know. Here's Joe Sixpack's top five Catholic news picks for this episode. Catholic news pick number five. Hats off to Breitbart. About 100 abortion activists gathered at the private homes of Supreme Court Justices John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh Saturday. They shouted abortion slogans and accusations against the justices. It's unclear whether the justices and their families, including children, were home. Activists have plans to protest again on Monday night outside the home of Justice Samuel Alito. No, no, no! You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic News Pick Number 4 Hats off to Catholic News Agency. Activists on Saturday blocked the entrance of Old St. Patrick's Cathedral in Lower Manhattan, New York City. For safety reasons, police at the scene halted plans for a pro-life procession to a nearby Planned Parenthood abortion clinic, as happens on the first Saturday of the month, the Catholic News Agency reported. Protesters chanted, Thank God for abortion. One woman put on a grotesque display of aborting baby dolls. No, 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 no! You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic News Pick Number 3 Hats off to Catholic News Agency. An unknown person threw a Molotov cocktail at the headquarters of the Wisconsin Family Action Office in Madison, Wisconsin, Sunday morning. The Madison Fire Department extinguished the fire at the pro-life office, and no one was injured. Activists also vandalized the building with spray paint. If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either, the graffiti read. You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic News Pick Number 2 Hats off to Breitbart In a Sunday interview with CBS's Face the Nation, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said nothing about the pro-abortion threats and violence that have occurred in the week following the reports that the Supreme Court is set to repeal Roe v. Wade. The ball is in the court of those justices, said Pelosi. She added, let's just be prayerful about this. This is about respect for privacy. What's next? Marriage equality? What's next? Contraception? Would you get a load of that? You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic Catholic News Pick Number 1 Hats off to the Daily Wire. 
Justice Clarence Thomas on Friday said that the Supreme Court should not allow itself to be bullied by pressure groups. We are becoming addicted to wanting particular outcomes, not living with the outcomes we don't like, Thomas said. We can't be an institution that can be bullied into giving you just the outcomes you want. The events from earlier this week are symptoms of that. You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Here's something I'm going to shout loud and long. During the last two years, every Catholic parish and most businesses lost a ton of money because of the COVID lockdowns. Congress attempted to ease the revenue strain with the CARES Act, but it really did nothing for parishes and little for most businesses. Believe it or not, Congress is actually remedying that. They've not done a good job of getting the word out, but Congress has enhanced the ERTC portion of the CARES Act. If a parish or business has W-2 employees, part-time or full-time, they almost certainly qualify for the ERTC tax rebate. I'm working with a CPA firm that specializes in ERTC rebates to reach out to all parishes and Catholic-owned businesses I can. This is especially good for parishes with schools. All any parish or Catholic-owned business has to do is click the link in my show notes that says, ERTC Recovery, I Want My Money. Then just fill out the form on the website, and the CPA firm will determine if the parish or business qualifies. It costs nothing to get started, and the average tax rebate appears to be $150,000. So tell every priest and Catholic business owner about the expanded ERTC rebate and send them to my show notes. Remember, click the link on my show notes that says ERTC Recovery, I Want My Money. I am hard, but I am fair. It's time for the Catholic Boot Camp with your drill sergeant, Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Learn the Catholic faith and how to defend it like you've never heard it before. This boot camp is tough, so there's no political correctness, no spirit of Vatican II, and no namby-pamby platitudes. Drill Sergeant Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy, will prepare you for spiritual war. Now here's Joe Sixpack. It amazes me when Catholics say that we don't have any business mixing religion with politics. But what happens when we fail to mix our Catholic faith with politics? Well, just looking back at the last five decades, we'll answer that question. The God-hating leftists in America banished God in any form from the public schools to the town square. They legalized abortion nationally. And in many jurisdictions, they brought us physician-assisted suicide and euthanasia, all of which are murder, pure and simple. They made homosexuality and homosexual behavior acceptable in our society, even virtuous. 
I can recall when homosexual behavior was rightly criminally punishable with prison time in all 50 states. Then they made it legal for homosexuals to civilly marry. Not being satisfied with that, they then began forcing acceptance on us whether we wanted it or not. Most recently, leftists began fighting racism with racism. It's called critical race theory. Over the last 50 years, leftists have destroyed a once great American culture, made secular humanism the national religion, and caused, for the first time in our history, Christianity to become second to those who profess no faith at all. Make no mistake, Catholicism and politics are absolutely inseparable. We Catholics have always had the moral obligation to carry our Catholic form conscience into the voting booth, but the time is gone when we could be satisfied with just a proper vote based on Catholic principles. For the very first time in American history, what American Catholics do from this point forward in the political arena will determine where those same Catholics spend eternity. You'd better pay attention to me and take these things to heart, or the only thing you can look forward to is an eternal destiny in hell. I'm not fooling around here. Your soul is the reason I do these boot camps. You may not like some of what I say, and you may even be offended, but at the end of the day, I refuse to send myself to hell for failing to speak the truth to you. Every one of us has an obligation to fight for Christ and his church and to defend them, no exceptions. You'll be damned if you fail to do so. Jesus said so, as did Peter, Paul, James, and John. Not me. Telling you you'll be damned is not a nice thing to say, but it's true. Truth is seldom nice. The church is the most important thing in your life. That's the truth, and you can reject this truth or treat it with lukewarmness at your own peril. Catholics must begin to get out of their comfort zone. Not just American society and culture, but all of Western civilization depends on it. Certainly, Catholics must continue to vote with a properly formed Catholic conscience, but things are so bad now on a global basis that we must find courage to stand on the public square, so to speak, and fight for the constant 2,000-year teachings of the Catholic Church. In other words, get politically active. Had we been politically active all along, none of the things outlined earlier in this talk could have happened. So what do we do? How do we get started? The first thing is that you have to understand the faith. You can't do the work that we all must do if you don't know and understand the faith. And if you're too lazy to learn the faith, or if you find it boring and don't want to be bored, please be honest enough with God right now to go ahead and leave the Catholic Church. But Joe, I already know the faith. Really? Well, if you think you do, just email me at joe at and I'll send you a quiz. If you get at least 70% correct, a C, then I'll agree you know the faith. If you get less than that, you'd better get with the program while you still can. For those of you who have the courage to admit that you're ignorant of Catholic teaching because you've been cheated out of it, had it stolen from you, you need to begin learning the faith in my weekly webinars. 
I make them free because your soul has no price tag, unless, of course, you sell it cheaply by not doing as you ought. The second thing is that we have to talk to people and share the faith. We not only have to talk to people and explain what we believe as Catholics, but why we believe it. And you can't do that if you don't know and understand the faith. Right now, we need to mostly share with our fellow Catholics. The next thing is that the church must be the love of your life. Not your spouse or your children can come before the church because the church is literally Jesus Christ present here in time and space. If you love anything or anyone more than Jesus, you have absolutely no chance of eternal life, only eternal death. That's not me saying that. Jesus told us that repeatedly in the four Gospels. You also have to commit. You have to become 100% committed to the church and her cause. The times are gone when we can mix other parts of life into our commitment to the church. Things are too bad in the world and the church now, and it's because we're all too lukewarm in the first place. We can't be lukewarm anymore. To become 100% committed, you're going to have to give up everything else. No more kids' soccer practice. No more Saturday college ball or Sunday night ball. No more parties or hanging out with your friends. Nothing but 100% commitment to the church. Just as the left is committed to its evil, you must be committed to Jesus Christ and his church. Bishop Fulton Sheen said of communists, They have all zeal and no truth. Catholics have all truth and no zeal. It's time to change that because the communists are at our door right now. Finally, Bishop Sheen also said the best way to go to heaven is to take someone by the hand and lead them there. He was paraphrasing what James wrote at the very end of his epistle. My brothers, if any among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wanderings will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. There was a time when you could simply live a devout life and have a reasonable expectation of making it to heaven after paying your debt in purgatory. No more. Now we have to reach souls, beginning with our own Catholic family and friends. Everyone hearing this was planned to be in this particular place at this particular time, from before the very creation of man by the Holy Trinity. This wasn't accident nor coincidence. Just as Peter and Judas had the same Catholic education from Jesus himself and both had the same choice to make, so do you have a choice. You can either be like Peter or you can be like Judas. What will be your choice? If you want a life of total freedom, and I mean total freedom, to go where you want, live where you want without money worries, there's one skill that can give it to you. It's a skill so desired, so in demand, you could have an endless flow of money coming into your bank account every month and never leave your house. What kind of money am I talking about? Does six figures sound good to you? That's what some people who've discovered and mastered this skill are making without breaking a sweat. 
as for learning this skill, almost anybody can do it. It's a special kind of skill that once you've mastered it, it gives you the opportunity not only to earn as much money as you need, but from anywhere in the world for the rest of your life. I'll be brutally honest. There's simply no other way to gain total freedom and independence than learning a skill that rewards you tenfold. Just click the link in my show notes that says, here's your ticket to the good life to learn all about it. Catholic Church is 2,000 years old. A lot of wisdom is gained over two millennia. Each week we'll share some of that wisdom with a Catholic quote. So here's this week's Catholic quote. This week's Catholic quote is from St. Catherine of Siena. She said, Nothing great is ever achieved without enduring much. I believe a really great way to teach the faith is through stories, parables, and anecdotes. So here's today's story. A Catholic Indian of one of the Canadian tribes, in making his confession to one of the black robes, you know, the Jesuits when they were actually Catholic, accused himself of having stole $2 from a wealthy man who had no religion. He was told he must make restitution. Accordingly, the Indian who received the baptismal name John the Baptist set out at once to give back the stolen money. Presenting himself at the wealthy man's house, he said, Me rob you. Black robe say to me, John Baptist give back money. What money? the man asked in surprise. Two dollars me stole from you, me bad Indian. All right, don't steal any more. Good day, John. Good day, not enough. Me want other thing. What else do you want? Me want what you call receipt. A receipt? What do you want with a receipt? Did the priest tell you to ask for it? Black robe tell me nothing. But why do you want it? You stole from me. You restored the money. Isn't that enough? Listen. You old, me young. You die first, me die after. Me knock at door of heaven. Great chief St. Peter open door and say, That you, John Baptist? What you want? Me answer, Me want go in house of great spirit. And he tell me, But your sins. Me say, Black robe, forgive them. And St. Peter say, And what you stole from the man with no religion you pay back? Show receipt. Poor John Baptist, bad fix. No receipt. Have to gallop all over black pit below to find you. No religion, no heaven. You're bound to restore stolen goods to the owner. Of course, you don't need a receipt as the Indian thought. However, there's something more important than a receipt. It's God's record. God knows if you make full restitution whenever you're able to do so. You'll be judged according to God's record. This has been The Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Thanks for subscribing, and be sure to visit cantankerouscatholic.com to get your free copy of Joe's popular book, The Best of What We Believe, Why We Believe It.